Welcome to the Freeball Podcast. I'm your host, Derek, with Taryn and David. Coming back at you with part two here. Why isn't it talked about in church? If you listened to last episode, it was going over why is why are sexual issues not talked about in the church. We kind of went over that, and in part two, we're going to talk about what can you do about it. It's a problem, but there, there's got to be a solution, and there is, fortunately, and We've, we all have experience of that through our group, Men's Revival. Yeah, we touched a little bit, you know, just on why it's not talked about in the church and kind of gave our opinions on that. But, yeah, we're really excited to kind of dive into this one and... Dive in deep. Dive in deep. Well, since we got Taryn cracking up over here, let's... Uh, what what thoughts do you have? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what, what, what steps can be done to... Well, I would say we're probably not going to give any advice as far as to how to preach your first sermon on sexual immorality, right? right. Like, because none of us definitely have... Definitely not. None of us You have don't have, want us preaching. No, <laughs> definitely not. Maybe Taryn, he's got a nice voice. Yeah, right? That'd be about he it. He could do it. Yeah, they'd be like, sounds good, but the <laughs> sermon sucks. Personally, I think you need to find, like, if if your church... Like, let's say, and you know, play out the fictitious scenario. I'm in a church. That church has, you know, good Bible teaching, I've is got, it like a startup church where just from the just, floor am, up? It's a good a church. Just a random church. All you, all you it's can a know. good Bible preaching church, right? Eagle Fly Church. Yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> Eagle River. TG <laughs> Church. The God's Lutheran yeah, Church of yeah. the Northwest. Hawkbrook Church. Uh. <laughs> so you got a good church. So you got a good church. And if I was in that church, coming from you know Men's Revival. Um, I would probably find four to five dudes that I felt like wanted more out of life from a, uh, they're just looking for community, right? Or something like find something in common with them where, and then ask them if they would start an accountability group for sexual immorality and start there. Because I think people who go to that church are just some four random dudes off the street. People who already go to that (laughs) church and want to be in a men's group. Um, but specifically with accountability and accountability kind of has a negative, maybe that's something we can talk about too. Cause some people think that sounds like the, like the call it the penis police, right? Yeah. You know, which is not what accountability is. It's actually a gift. People you know, think of like a, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And where you got a sponsor and all this stuff, but really it's, it's accountability is a resource for you. And then I would just practice James five sixteen. I'd be like, Hey man, I need somebody that I can reach out to through the week when I'm having a tough day and I'm feeling lustful. And then I need time with you bros to confess what's going on in my life. And I need to receive prayer. What's James 5.16 James 5.16 is um, confess to one another. Confess to your brothers. Confess uh, your sins. Confess your sins. Yeah. Confess your sins to your brothers. And I'm this is the Taryn plagiarized version because I don't have it in front of me. Uh, confess to one another, receive prayer, and be healed. You know, that's the uh, the gist of it. So. I don't know. And then I would, you know, I'd grow from there because I don't, knowing what we've learned in men's revival, um, and maybe if you're hearing this for the first time and you're like, man, I, something's got to change. I'm in a church where they're not talking about it. Uh, you probably just have to trust that uh, the Bible's true and that James five sixteen confession, receiving a prayer, um, that community that goes along with that does work. And I would I would tr- find a way to start there, find a way on a weekly basis to exercise James 5.16 with some accountability. 
where people could ask the hard questions. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, what is it about James 5.16 that works? You know, because we practice that in our men's revival group that we lead on Thursday nights. What is it? What do you feel about that that really works? Besides, you know, you could look at it very logically and say, well, it's 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 healing, right? Because you're receiving prayer and being healed. It's not I'm re, you know, I'm not re-upping my salvation every week. Like you're already, you can't lose your salvation, right? Romans 8 talks about that. Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. But taking what's in the dark, bringing it to the light, taking its power away by confessing it, um, and stopping the the treadmill in your mind of this is my identity, right? And running over that over and over of I'm a I'm a pervert, I'm a sexual sexually immoral you know person. Where now you can confess the truth over it. You know that in in Revelation they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, right? Where you can proclaim the name of Jesus over some of those lies in your head. You know if you wanted to you know wanted to grow in the confession part of it and. Uh, and then, you know, just speak the truth over yourself. I'm a, I'm a son of the king, right? So find it and actually say those words to another man and have him affirm it in you. Like iron sharpens iron. I could, you know, keep going about what would actually happen. But I truly think is it, it's, it propels you in a direction of transparency. James 5.16 does, along with the healing. So you receive healing, you know, spiritual and possibly physical healing uh, that would come from that. So there's just power in it. Yeah, I mean, the first part of that verse, too, is like confess your sins to your brothers, you know, so they can pray for you and you may be healed. I think that is like huge, right? Because like I'm saying, hey, Derek, I just masturbated yesterday. And with that, I looked at porn. And you know how hard that is to first confess that to somebody else? Like that, the freedom that I had when I first told somebody, hey, I, I fricked up my life. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like I mean, where where were you at at the point you joined the group? Well, so my marriage almost ended for me. Um, I mean, my, you know, I was at a point when I was looking at porn while I was married, and I was you know satisfying myself, my own desires. My wife found out; she saw stuff on my phone, and was just like, "This can't continue." You know, you need to see a counselor, and you need to get in a group. And at that point, I was lost, broken, and I had no one really at all. So I had found this group at Substance, you know, Men's Revival, or Clean back then now, you know, helping you two dudes take it over and um, lead it. But when I had first confessed it to other people, I felt so free, like a huge weight yeah. off my shoulders. Yeah. It was just like I have literally never told somebody my life story. And it was just, I started from the beginning. Like it took me like 30 minutes, like before sharing for like five minutes. Yeah. I just like went on. Cause I was like, I just need to tell everybody. Air this. it all out. I need to air it all out. And I mean, through that, you know, we said on last episode, it brings light to the situation. Like that situation, that sin is no longer in the dark. It is now in the light. So you can talk about it and figure out, okay, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, that brings out a whole nother discussion, but maybe we kind of just go back to like the basics, Derek. Like, what do you, what do you think? Like where, where should a church start? You know, if you went to Falcon stream (laughs) church for the first time, uh, Jesus Christ of the Midwest (laughs) church, JC, 
of the MW. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cheesy. That's che- well, that's perfect for you. Then yeah. you'd love it. There. <laughs> yeah. You'd be head pastor. I should find that church. Yeah. So you're head pastor at JC's church. Oh, you're a new guy. Don't assume. Yeah. You're okay, a you're a new guy. You're a new yeah. guy. How would you start up a group? Knowing what you know now, just yeah, knowing that we've kind of you know had the the format was kind of already laid when we we stepped in. I mean. I think we've gone back and forth on what's best, you know, should you, how do you, how do you start off the group? But I think if you have, like you said, the core has to be James 516, which is confessed to the others. It has to be centered around Christ and confessing sins and just being able to open up, being vulnerable with another guy, knowing that you all struggle with it. It needs to be centered around if you have that time, you can kind of do anything you want. I mean, we, we've we gone back and forth where we thought having a speaker then James 5.16 time is ideal. You can have a video. You know, I think as long as you, as long as you have some type of content, whether it's a speaker and guys getting together in little groups after, I think you'll have a good group. Those are, I think, two things. And then three, two to three leaders that, are committed enough to, to put in the work and the, you know, to get guys showing up and send out emails, whatnot. So if I'm hearing you right, like one part of the group would be learn something. Yeah. Right. Whether it's somebody else's testimony, you know, cause sometimes testimonies are good because once you hear somebody else say it, you're con then you can be like, yeah, once I heard it, you know, Bob say it, well now I can say it. Right. So it, it sets a standard for transparencies or a curriculum. Even content. That's what I'm saying. It's like like the conquer. Totally. Yeah. Like they talk about a lot. And then what you're saying is then small group time where it's what's said here stays here. Yeah. Right? As long as there's Where it's like, no oh, I messed up involved. this week. I, yeah. I was out of town and looked at porn. My wife doesn't know. Whatever yep. it is. Yep. Would you, how often? Your wife, Derek? <laughs> Future wife. <laughs> there you go. How uh, how often would you meet? I think, we, I think weekly needs to happen. Because I, I don't know if you remember, Taryn, when there was, when there was a time of transition of the leaders it's like some people are like let's should we do every other and me and you were both like no i I need this yeah yeah yeah. i'm addicted and i don't i don't think the success would have been what it is without week without having it weekly yeah no i agree i mean uh i'll put my opinion out there no one really asked but (laughs) (laughs) i'll throw it out there there. close to the mute mic buttons we could just turn you off (laughs) yeah my hands on the button (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, you guys hit on, like, a, a lot of really good points, and, you know, again, I added my opinion, and Taryn didn't ask, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but really, I think one of the issues is that we kind of talked about on the last podcast that, you know, church leaders need to do themselves is the communication among leaders is huge, right? So, like, your core has to be strong. Like, all of us have to be devoted to our walk with Christ. And we have to talk about it with each other every day, weekly, making sure that, you know, we're okay. Like, hey, is there something wrong with you? Like, are you stressed out today? Really, like, making sure that the core of our leaders really are striving after Christ and and they care and they want men to be free. So I, I think the communication is huge. And the, the communication kind of goes back to with um, the group, right? Like the more, the more you share, the better. Like I always tell the groups when we split up, hey, man, if 
whatever words you want to use because, you know, the more explicit you are, I think that brings more freedom. I mean, obviously not just letting loose, but, you know, just sharing, like, there's words that people don't like to use. Like, we talked about it. Pornography and masturbation are hard to say sometimes. (laughs) And so, like... in a church, like, in a Christian group setting. Yeah. Where, like, people won't even swear, and then all of yeah. a sudden you're using, yeah, ugh. or, like... Ammon. Yeah, M- yeah, they'll say Ammon, or, yeah, I looked at, you know, some stuff this week, well, what do you mean? <sighs> yeah, I mean, like, I have guys that are like, yeah, I, d- I did it. I'm like, did what? Because <laughs> that could mean, like, so many things. Like, yeah. Hey, I or I messed up. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean messed up? Like, did you, like, axe murder somebody, <laughs> or, like, did yeah. you just, like, lust, you know? Yeah. Um. Uh, but like, yeah, just the more, the more you say, the more you share, I think that's powerful. And, um, the community aspect, I mean, you have to start somewhere, right? Like a couple guys, but, you know, encouraging people to invite others. And I, I feel at least like the bigger the group, the more easy it is to like invite other people. So, uh, hopefully that's what God provides, but he, I mean, even a small group is fine too, but just having a group of guys you can really count on and come to and be like, Oh, uh, Terrence here again. Sweet. I shared with yep. him last week. Yeah. I feel comfortable now sharing again. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. And it's a, a guy's a guy, right? So, and sometimes, which we could fall in that trap too is, well, this is a single guy's problem, right? Where it's like, no nah, man, like if it wasn't addressed, like we got some people in our men's revival group been married for, decades right and they're like no i just never really directly addressed this yeah right so it's don't yeah. don't think that just because a guy's married this isn't something he struggles with probably if he's married if he struggles with it it's going to be harder for him for you to get it out of him that he does struggle with it because he's going to be even more scared of the consequences but if anything he needs it more than the single guy who's struggling with it because the consequences it's true the consequences in marriage are you know it's are greater yeah, than if you're point. single yeah, so, they're way greater. You yeah. now it's at you, and now you're involving somebody totally. else, yep. you're and possibly even somebody else. Like you could have kids. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're married and struggling with it, it's it's even more important to find accountability, be transparent. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So what? That's the week to week stuff where you're like learning and confessing as you go along, but then maybe like what what would actually what have you experienced? And I'm sorry, Derek, you're probably, this question isn't on the sheet, but maybe what have we experienced or what have you guys experienced that like helped you with some of the deeper stuff? You know? Well, speaking from dangerous men studios (laughs) have to, have to drop in. I mean, for, yeah, I went to men's revival for probably three years almost. Yep before and i it it changed a lot like you were going all the time like every week yeah i was going weekly and i didn't know there was something beyond that you know i'm like wow we're even we're talking about this the how come but how come i can't find why am i still i'm still maybe i went from twice a week to once every few months but i still wanted it out of my life and that's when Taryn had an encounter with a guy, Shaylin, who yep. who told us about there's this thing, Dangerous Men, which is like an eight-week 
deep dive intensive where you yeah. you really like you get to what's behind the sin. Yeah. And it wasn't until I did Dangerous Men. Actually, I, it took me, I think it wasn't until I... Probably went through it twice. I went through it my second time through Dangerous Men. You kind of need that second time. Yeah, well, yeah. the second <laughs> first time was going through it, second time was leading it. Yep. But something happened after that second time. Maybe I took it more serious, but that is what really, like... It's. I'm not saying I don't struggle, I don't lust anymore, but it. that's what actually brought me to a point where I'm like, I can actually see myself putting this behind me at some point in my life. And I kind of feel like I'm almost there. And that was only through being in dangerous men. Totally. So I don't know if you guys can explain the difference between men's revival and dangerous men or both your takes, but I think it's good to mention that there's like two levels. There's, there's the guys that are coming weekly, getting their toes wet. And then there's the guys that are like, screw it. I'm, I'm done with this. I'm doing whatever it takes. I, I'm, you know, what else? Yeah, is and I think the, you know, we've seen guys who just the weekly curriculum, that's enough, right? And they're able to shake it, you know. And they're able to shake it, or maybe they they don't want more. They're like, uh, yeah, totally. I, it's better, but I'm I'm okay with where yeah, I'm at. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to tell you about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's true. There's those people that are in that camp too, but I think there's you know, and I was in the same boat as you were, Derek, where. It felt like the week to week stuff got it to where I wasn't a uh, a daily user, right? I needed something that was that frequency, was community, but also allowed me to, you know, to kind of tiptoe into the pool, right, and not just be immersed and commit to a bunch of stuff. the The week to week stuff was very, with the lack of courage I had to talk about the topic. The week to week allowed me to come in and not feel like I was obligated to be there. And that was helpful because, once again, I didn't have the courage. So it allowed me to build up the courage and build up the trust right. in the men around me. And then the eight-week, which I did the Dangerous Men, same as you, went went through it once, then taught it once. And that was, um, the wounds were important. But then digging into the, like you said, the reason behind the sin, what's going on behind the sin. You're watching porn, masturbating, sleeping around, you know, doing all these sexually immoral things. Why? Right? And that really helped. But then I think the other thing, which is important, whether you're in the dangerous men curriculum for eight weeks or another curriculum for eight weeks is hopefully it talks about the spiritual battle that's going on behind the scenes, which was important for me because I thought up until that point, I thought um, there was something wrong with me. But when you understand the influence that the enemy is having on you and you're like, Oh wait, this isn't like I'm broken and a part of me needs to die. This is actually I'm, I'm good and made whole. And I just, there's, there's an enemy that's coming against me. And once I get kind of everything else out of the way, like I need to learn how to do battle, mm-hmm. you know? And so hopefully that deeper curriculum, if you do find a different one, touches on the fighting spirit. spiritually fighting first. Spiritually it's first. Like, Why not? Right? There's confession, but then it's like, there's a spiritual realm. Totally. Yep. Where it's like, I'm doing this because yeah. I got these wounds from when yeah. I was like six years old totally. that the enemy is using to keep his hooks in me totally, and yep. you know go to porn and instead of whatever you're, you're naturally horny right so it's like your body's working against <laughs> you at time right like yeah you know i'm horny plus the devil wants me to do these other things and i just i need everything i need the eight week course i need the week to week to combat whether it's anatomy or satan you know or both at times yeah right? and so i guess that almost rephrases one of the questions you had for me but how important do you think it is that each group has kind of a surface level group and then like 
a shorter intensive option do you think that's necessary do you think they should be combined into one i guess maybe david can have some thoughts on that yeah i was actually really passionate about this because you know like you guys well I was one of those daily users. I like how you say daily users, honestly, because I think of a subscription huh. and and I'm like, that's kind of a good way to describe it. Cause yeah, I mean, like I was using it every day. Like I, you know, people don't think of like a subscription to Netflix as bad, but if you watch it every night, you know, that can be bad. So yeah, I like how you say that. Um, but for me, I thought I was okay. Like Derek said, I was one of those uh, weekly attendees that I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know, I confessed everything. I've never done this before. I've di- I've dived deep into my, like, my past. Everybody knows it. I'm confessing I'm good, right? Well, I, I started the, the weekly group or the more in-depth group like you guys did and it, and did the eight weeks and it was done. And I learned a lot, but then it was done, yeah. right? And and it that's that's it like you could reach out to those guys but those guys have other guys and they're not necessarily your core friends so those eight people or 10 people don't necessarily reach out to you when they have a problem they reach out to their core friends so the the real issue is okay where do those guys go that didn't really have the core friends to begin with or they thought that this deep dive was going to develop their core friends and now there's not we have kind of developed um, this weekly group so people can funnel back in, right? So oh, you can yeah. take a deep dive yeah. in to your group, to the Dangerous Man group, or to whatever deep dive you want in, um, trying to heal those wounds, and then come back and funnel back into the weekly group because then no one's lost. Yeah, that's You good. can keep coming back to this big group that says, hey, I'm here for you every week, not just those eight weeks. And hopefully you can find a friend because, you know, hopefully this group keeps on growing and, you know, maybe I'm not going to be your best friend, but somebody else is, Mm -hmm. you know, God will will provide that person that you can really confess with. I've actually seen that recently in our Thursday night group where this guy has only been coming for like a month and, and then this other guy has only been coming for like five weeks and they've kind of got to know each other and felt comfortable sharing and they're becoming friends. And I, I kind of worry about that. You know, I'm like, I really want these guys to like find friends who they can like confess totally, from because yeah. some of them don't have anybody. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's valid point. Like you, after that eight week deep dive is you need, you need a space to go for weekly stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Someone like you really feel close to yeah. like, and you, it almost has to be like a life friend like partner like confession partner right like yeah someone that you can share with every day yeah no for sure because like the leaders like us i mean we love everybody and we say like hey text us but beyond that point we we don't have enough time to really pour into like 40 dudes yeah and sometimes actually more who come weekly to a group yeah yeah and i I think that pretty much you know kind of circles things back to you know, the importance of what what this group can do, how you do a group. Yep. So maybe real quick, go around. Uh, I don't know how you want to wrap this up, but Derek, maybe you can talk about some of the curriculums that are out there that people could find online. Well, say the email that we set up too, because people can reach out to us as well. I mean, yeah, free we ball, have this uh, free ball podcast at gmail.com. 
if you want to reach any of us for things that you have questions about or that maybe weren't addressed. Yeah, because if you're trying to start a group and you got questions, like reach out to us. Totally. Like we've been through yep. the ringer. Like what has it been? You know, for me, almost two years. Taryn, go up. Yeah, three and a half. Three like and a half, and Derek probably Derek, the same, yeah. right? Yeah. Three and a half. So I mean, we've been through a lot of issues yeah. in our group that we can help with your guys's group. Yeah, too. That's, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because we do have an email free again, freeballpodcast at gmail dot com. Send any questions our way. Um, but yeah, I the, some of the content that's out there. We started off with a book called Clean by Doug Weiss. That's, you know, kind of a surface level book, uh, but very good. Uh, Wild at Heart, would I, I think you could tie into that. Yeah. I feel that's... that's I think a, that goes into the wounds. I think yeah, that, that, that's a book that a lot of people are familiar with. The Dangerous Men Curriculum is the eight-week one that we used uh, at Men's Revival, Yep, which is... I'd say that's that's the yeah yep, yep. I'd say that's the best one for people that are really going to take this thing serious. Totally. And uh, the we we use a a video series occasionally called Conquer. I think we mentioned it earlier. It's a it's if you're looking for a group and you want some video content, I think there's like eight to ten episodes. That's a really good one to to yep. to have. Yep. But I think for as far as video content, the best one I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. The Heart of Man, uh, that like documentary. You remember that? I almost forgot about that. Yeah. But when that, I watched that like twice in a row. Yeah, that's so, really good. That's yeah. out there on like Amazon Prime. You can find yeah. that. Uh, and then uh, a book that really uh, stirred something for me, which was uh, helped me realize nothing needed to die and that I was created, you know, in God's image and you know, the sex drive and everything is a good thing was, uh, surfing for God by Michael Cusack. That's yeah. A, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Do you surf for God? <laughs> nice. What about, uh, I, I spoke about it one week at men's revival. I should be able to remember the name. Yeah. Is it unwanted or uh, yeah, unwanted? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, what was the question that you were kind of trying to unfold? Just what kind of what what kind of somebody's listening to this and they're like, "All right, where do I get my hands on some of this?" Stuff? Yeah, so I mean, we're kind of coming, well, not coming to it, but I think really relying on God, right? Like we've um, we've kind of relied on our own fruition of being like, "Oh yeah, let's you know find some books or videos and stuff like that," but we haven't really prayed that. Or maybe you guys have, but I haven't really like prayed and be like, Hey God, can you just like bring in people who have gone through this stuff, who are willing to speak, who, who really bring freedom to men's life or other men can really uh, grasp onto their story. Uh, I mean, a a neighbor of mine spoke last week and I felt all the guys were really just in it. Like they really identified with what he had to say. And I think it was awesome. And, And I had, you know, it was just kind of out of the blue. Well, the Lord provided huge because we had, for like 18 months straight, we had a speaker every week. Was it a year and a half or was it only 12 months? No, no. Yeah, it was 18 months. Yeah. yeah it was a long time. Yeah, where it was like, yeah, I mean. That's a lot of speakers. That's a lot. Of, when we didn't, we weren't doing a speaker a month, right? And then all of a sudden we're like, we're doing a speaker a week. Derek, yeah. Derek, yeah. do the math on that. <laughs> I'm not a math guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 60, no, like 54 times. I mean, really, it's like 75 speakers. I mean, really, we can go back to the beginning, right? Like, the most important thing is really meeting and like getting, getting in the dirt and sharing. So, like, you don't necessarily have to have content. Like, you could really just meet, you know, 
and talk to each other for half an hour, have some like yeah, if you want to time get away from your real life and then meet in small groups and really share with each other. I mean, there was one week we just we really sh- asked like, what does the group mean to you? And people were sh- able to like share. And It'd be a hard question if it was the first week of your group. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that can be a question yeah. afterwards. All right. Well, another just a wrap up verse. Back to Revelations. We're going into 226. To the one who is victorious and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations. I think that was also in the the Doug Wise book. Uh, But to me, that is important because it, it shows people who conquer this sin, I do believe God is going to do big things with their life. Yep. And there's so much more he can do with you when... So much and, more he can trust you with. Yeah, so much... I'm, I'm trying to phrase that so it's not sounding workspace, but there, not, is so, yeah. there is so much more he can trust you with when he knows you can handle this... This, this part of your life. Yeah, yeah this part that, it, that yeah. takes so many men down. Yeah, so. through the blood of the lamb, man. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Taryn... Uh, what do we got for next week? What's our topic we're talking about? Let I mean, me I, we always look. like to kind of have uh, you know a topic that we kind of tease, tease you a little tease bit, you. <laughs> just a you know just a tad, just yeah. a little. Teaser. We want to keep you on the line. I mean, there's probably what two people listening. We want at least yeah, three. Yeah, yeah right. let's get up to yeah. four. Maybe <laughs> invite your uncle. All right, uh, the outline for next week is is desire and temptation sin. That's a really that's always the um, when people come into the group. Sometimes they're like, "Well, is this th- sin? Is that sin? Like, when does sin start?" Right? Hmm. And you know, with our natural tendencies to notice things or feel things, and you know, the way we're wired as men, like, when does sin start? You know, and that's a really good question. Nice. We'll be trying to answer that. Well, I'm as long as to get into it, yeah. Would you mind closing us out here? No problem. Uh, thank you much for listening, and until next time, don't touch your wiener.